today's episode. He could sell pictures of his feet as well. Like, imagine how much money he would... I think you, before we discuss this further, you need to have a game of Flappy Bird. I hope the audience was laughing as much as we were. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first ever Us 3 FC podcast. Ooh. Been a long time coming. Uh, we've had this idea since like June, July of last year, and we finally got mics for Christmas, and we're now here about two months later. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we have procrastinated about this for a while, uh, but today we, uh, I'm here with Johnny Chick. Hello. And Hello, I'm here with Joshua Bailey. I don't know which side they are. So Hi everyone. How yeah. are we doing? You can't so, yeah. answer back, but you know, I know you can. Okay. Um, this platform, <laughs> this podcast will be available on all platforms. It'll be available on Spotify and it'll be available on YouTube. Um, if there's a demand for Apple Music, I mean, we can we can look into Apple Music, but I, I doubt there's anyone going to be available for Apple Music. Um, who even oh. uses Apple Music? So, so what we found is it's not going to be available on all platforms then. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, um, in this podcast, we were discussing the hot topics of the football throughout the week. Um, so today we'll be discussing United's tough week. Tuckle, uh, Tuckle, Tushul, whatever it's called, um, is taking over Chelsea. Uh, we'll be discussing racism in football. We'll be discussing West Ham's European tour. Uh, we'll be discussing Messi's elite contract and uh, Marseille's training ground getting smashed up. Is there anything else I've missed? Uh, the signings of the week as well. Signings of the transfer. Lukaku and Ibrahimovic. And, yeah, and Lukaku and Ibrahimovic. So I missed quite a few. Um, but yeah, to start with, uh, United's tough week. Um, they, they lost uh, midweek to Sheffield United. Uh, bottom of the league, who have only won one game all season before that to Newcastle, and then we are also we also lost. Uh, sorry, drew to Arsenal at the Emirates. Now I myself am a Manchester United fan. Josh Bailey, who do you spot? <laughs> Can that information remain classified? Or... No, go on. We, we need no. to. Tottenham. One. Tottenham. What well, you mean? The side that lost to Brighton last night? Yeah. Yeah, and Liverpool in midweek. Okay. Yeah. Um, so United, United's bad week has actually been better than Spurs's. Yeah, we're looking okay. at United's bad oh. week, but okay, yeah, yeah, it's the United agenda in the media. Yeah, go on, John. Who do you spot? So who's had the best week out of all of us? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Six points, Leeds United. Thank you. And I've also just spotted a massive spider on my wall. So, um, do you, you want know, to put? <laughs> do you want to do, deal do, with that? We do move that way. Just, <laughs> I noticed it. Right. Anyway, yeah. So United's tough week. Um, they drew at the Emirates. Did any of you watch the game? I did. Yes. No, yes. we all watched. We both, it we both yeah. did. I feel like if we'd gone no, then we There's wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, United struggled again against the top six to score. Um, they haven't. They've only scored one goal this season against the top six in the league. Uh, that's the traditional top six. That's your Arsenal, uh, Le- uh, not Leicester. Sorry, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, Ooh. United, Liverpool, City. Um, yeah, sorry, Leicester, mate. But you're not. You're not traditional top six anymore. Um, but yeah. Um, what? I just you just are you talking about Leicester or Spurs? Leicester. Leicester. Okay, that's right. So I thought you were talking about Spurs. I wasn't. No, you're a traditional top. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Mate. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, United failed to score. Uh, they were, sorry, they failed to score in open play for, against top six this season, um, and that was in a. Uh, they only scored once, which was a penalty and a six-one defeat against Spurs. Um, but yeah, um, what were your thoughts on the game? What were you? Okay, yeah, good maths, mate. It was terrible. Yeah. It was an awful game. <laughs> Do you think? So the most of the games involving the top six this season have been criminally overhyped and overrated, I think. Like the Liverpool Man United one a couple of weeks ago, it had chances. It had chances, but it wasn't it wasn't mm-hmm. the best. They're often cagey, they're often quite slow to get going. And 
yes, there were some clear-cut chances in the game, um, but it wasn't the most entertaining. Sorry, Josh. I, I, I think that could be possibly because I think now, in the past, uh, points were... There was a greater chance of picking up points mm. against the teams outside the top six. Mm. Where maybe now with the... T- and, you know, it was the... You know, your results against the top six were what won you, won you and lost you the league. Mm. Where now it's kind of like... Your points against the top six kind of keep you in the race and you'll be looking just for points. Mm. It's actually going to be the results down the bottom, I believe, because it becomes so more, much more competitive. Yeah. Are. So, so what you're saying is if you win games, you get points. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why we haven't been selected for a punditry job at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, United have struggled against the top six this season. So, yeah, it's been a tough week for us. Um, but, like you say, we've, this is actually the second recording we've done of this podcast, and we discussed this in the first recording. But United, United <laughs> we, won't, we won't go into why this is the second recording of this podcast. Um, just... We failed to pay for on a Zoom account. Well, Zoom. Um, it was John. It was Johnny. No, no, no. <laughs> Even on this podcast, he called me John as well. I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, if we refer to Johnny as John, just go with it. Or don't. Or John. Or anyway, John. back to Man United. <laughs> back to Man United. So back. United last season, um, they were actually the, the exact opposite. They, they, they actually took on the top six and they got results against the top six. And you could argue that this season... It's probably because they they're now in a situation. They found themselves in a situation where they've got more to lose. Last season that they played a bit more attack, well, more with an attacking input, because they they almost felt like they they could just go out and and attack teams and and win games. Whereas now that they're more reserved and and teams come to Old Trafford looking for a point maybe because it's a better result. And United are a counter attacking team, which is why in away games you know that they're suited in the league this year. As a as a Man United fan, Kai, would you be yeah. more happy with um, would you would you be happy or like you know content with a second or third place finish this season? Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, I think yeah. if you if you asked any United fan, well, any normal not deluded Man United fan before the season, if United were in this position at this point in time, would you be happy with their season? And without a doubt, I think that most of them would say yes. The only downfall for me would be the Champions League getting knocked out in the group stages. But then yeah. again. Given the group we were in, no one expected us to qualify anyway. With Leipzig, who were last season's semi-finalists, and PSG, who were this uh, last season's finalists, so you know we were in a very tough group to start with. Um, but yeah, I think I think any any normal United fan would be happy with with where we are in the season at the moment. And I think the ones that don't want United to be in the position they are right now are the ones that want Oli sacked. Um, I mean, that's a hot take, but you know, are you question. are you like slightly concerned? And just just because I know I know teams go through um, mm-hmm. I know teams go through these stages where you know you have dips in form, dips in performances. But I mean, what's pulled you through this season, as we stated in the in the first take, was that your energy, belief, and desire. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know the, the, the most notable thing from watching both those games was the fact that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, either, I think Rio Ferdinand said it was kind of like you were always going to score. Mm-hmm. And I think the game against Sheffield United, there wasn't there wasn't any belief that it was kind of just going through the motion that it never happened mm. there was no real push or energy mm. and the same with um and the same with arsenal one thing i want to say and there's one kind of correlation as well between those two performances and between kind of your dip in performances and kind of someone else's uh performance as well bruno <laughs> Mm. Bruno, he, 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 so. he, his performance is <laughs> <mainly, laughs> That's what I love. Sorry, no. I, I, <laughs> I thought you were going to go to Spurs. No, I'll tell you. Bruno, Bruno's performances. He may not have been kind of. He may not have been, you know, any worse. Vocal. But I feel vocal, like he's it? kind of. 
his influence and control of the games has been limited. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a worrying thing for Man United, the fact you rely on his energy in, mm-hmm. like, in the press and in just everything he does to kind of get you through. And there's always been that thing, Bruno and Man United. And now Bruno's not kind of had a bit bad of form. Your form has also gone. Well, I, think, I think for me, I think every single big team relies on their players. That's how a team plays. Like you with Kane, for example, you didn't have Kane yesterday. You mm. couldn't score against Brighton. You no. Know, yeah. Where would Leeds be without Bamford there? Well, that's what I mean, you know. Probably, probably got to the Championship soon enough. Probably in the Champions League, to be honest. But yeah, yeah probably. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, every team every team relies on big players. That's the point of them mm. being in the squad. And I think United, out of all the squad, out of the teams, they've got a lot of match winners in there. Outside of Bruno, Pogba could step up. Step up. Yeah, I've got... No, I, I, you pull the face for the I audio listeners. I know, but I'm just saying, I think, I think all because it happens to other, other, other teams, hmm. it doesn't make this issue any less concerning. I don't think it's an issue, though. But not, is it? I, I, think, I don't think it's not an issue. I think it's literally just because they played... If you look, they played an FA Cup game against Liverpool, which they've hmm. gone and won. They've had to go to Anfield and, you know, come up and, against yeah. a sustained Liverpool attack. The amount of concentration that's all taken. But, you know, we're coming into the past, the New Year fixtures, all that kind of stuff. It's a little blip in form. But what they've got to show now is, are they a good enough side to get back on is, the Is it a blip in form, though? Aside from the Sheffield United loss, I think the Sheffield United loss is, that, that is tragic. You know, you can't lose to the bottom of the league who have only won one game all season. But outside of that, we've gone to the Emirates, which is traditionally a tough game. I don't know why, but it, traditionally going to the Emirates is a tough game. And they've yeah. got a point. And then they've gone and they've not conceded. I know they haven't scored, yeah, yeah. but they've not conceded. Yeah, exactly. And they've gone to they've gone to Anfield and not conceded. And it's and for me, the media is so quick to jump on the United anti-hype train. We were we were talked about being up there in the title race, lose a few games. Well, we've lost one game. We haven't even lost multiple games. We've lost one game and drawn two. I know that's not exactly great, but if you'd have told me beforehand, away at Arsenal, away at Liverpool, and home at Sheffield United, that we'd have come out with two points. All right, I might have been disappointed with the Sheffield United one. But we've still not lost to Arsenal away or Liverpool away, which are traditionally the two, one of the two, like two of the hardest games in the league. And now, for me, I'm seeing that as we've got them out of the way. We don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to go away to Liverpool. And we don't have to go away at the Emirates. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what your thoughts are on that, Josh, because I know you're pulling a face. <laughs> I just, I'm just not sure. I, I think kind of this form has, has been a long, It's been a long time coming. You know, it has. Yeah. You don't. It, it, yeah. I will, I will say it. I am pretty kind of... I, knew, I open, love this because I knew this was going to happen. It's just my open <laughs> feelings about Man United. And it's kind of been a long time coming. You've not been... You've been getting results. You've been getting results, growing up results. But there's not been kind of many performances where you've sit back and gone, wow. Hmm. You know, there's not been kind of... And you say about the media, but I do think the media are kind of getting on the hype train of kind of Man United and pushing... You know, they, they are going to hmm. criticise you, but they have yeah. been getting onto it more. It goes back, to the, it goes club, back to the phrase... When a big club succeed and it brings more... Yeah. It goes back them. to the phrase that United have, the hated all but never ignored. Hmm. The United yeah. are never ignored in the media. But it sells papers. It, it just feels like these kind of performances has just been coming. I think you've been getting through games just and then that eventually... That eventually, that eventually catches up with you, you know. And I'm not saying that makes you any worse of a team, but I'm just saying I just think maybe the results you've been getting haven't matched the performances. Well, I think the thing is now we we need to see, like you say, it's not necessarily like a dip in form. It's a couple of draws yeah. and a loss at the bottom of the league. It's whether you can react because what you're playing Southampton by the time we're recording this tomorrow night. Is yeah, it? tomorrow night. Yeah. Oh, Old Trafford is that Old Trafford one? Yeah, because yeah, you were what two 0 down the other way yeah. game and you came back. So. 
I think it's now what we're going to see is can do Man United have mm. the fight mm. and the spirit to come together because Man City with their game in hand could be six points you know away from Man seven. United seven yeah seven six mm. seven seven so I I just think at that point we're going to see what Man United are made of and will they potentially slip off but the other teams around them aren't exactly doing. Yeah, no. Well, United have got yeah. Everton as well on the weekend after. So if you can get through Southampton Everton with six points, you back it. You know, you, it's, there's no difference. If, if United can bounce back from this, then yeah. you know they, yeah. they're really proving this is they've, kind they've of. Got to, they've every, got to come out and show character, haven't they, in the next two games? Every title team, every title challenger mm-hmm. team goes through these periods, yeah. and it's whether you, this becomes a, a, a sustained problem or whether this just becomes a blip. Yeah. What was that, John? Sorry, John what was that? No, unless you're the Arsenal Invincibles, then there's no real blip in there. Okay. Well, anyway, oh, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of struggling sides, we're going to talk about Chelsea now. So this week, they sacked their manager and brought in Thomas Tuckle. Was that the right appointment? No. <laughs> Silence. I think, I think it's harsh on Lampard because mm. of, like you said, all managers go through blips. Mm. And I think... If you look at where Oli Gunnar Solskjaer could have been sacked so many times at Man United and he's rescued it with one win, one win. He's, Lampard's bought in £200 million of players, has implemented about six or seven of them into the starting eleven, mm-hmm. and expects them all to gel in like what we started in mid-September. So what, four or five months you expect them all to gel? Yeah, but it's, it's not going to happen. In the first and I don't really like Lampard and Derby and all that sort of stuff. Because, and why, why, is that, why is that, John? <laughs> Why is that? Lampard, basically, in the first season at Chelsea, you know, he's had some fantastic play. I'm not, I'm avoiding that question. I'm not talking about that night. That night is horrible. Lives, oh, lives in his dreams. So, well, as, as just people see, say, just sees Mason Mount's face. Yeah, Mason Mount. Mason, uh, so, what are we going to say, Clive? As people say, Rome wasn't built overnight. Exactly. Rome exactly. wasn't built overnight. But I feel like if Rome was invested 200 million in, then yeah, you know, Rome also didn't have 200 million pound invested in it, did it really? Mm. But Roman Abramovich, Rome. I mean, he could have had 200 million. We don't actually know how much, you know, building Rome cost. Uh, we, don't, we don't know that. But no, um, no, but it was all they didn't, they didn't use pounds. Josh, they didn't use pounds. Oh, yeah, they used Roman numerals. No, no, he could have used Roman numerals. He could have used like Monopoly dollars. Um, could have done. Yeah. The house on, house on Stamford Bridge, and he's, um, he's away. So. Yeah. But no, it's. Um, cheers, John. Um, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> No, but I feel like it's always going to happen. You know, when you spend 200 million players, 200 million players, 200 million pounds on players. We're going to talk about Rome again. (laughs) When you get 200 million pounds on players and you bring in the likes of Werner, Havertz, (laughs) you still get Thiago Silva, you know, you get Mendy. Mm. There's got to be, you know, there's got to be some response. And I necessarily, I think it's come from more of maybe a financial point of view. Mm. I I mean, obviously, we don't really know the, the kind of financial situation of Chelsea. But if Roman Abramovich has spent 200 million, you're thinking he's got to be, he's got to get Champions League. Mm. Otherwise, he's not going to make a profit, you know, because the Champions yeah. League makes a lot. So, you know, he's probably thinking there, he's thinking, I can't take a risk here. Mm. And, you know, if, and if by sacking Lampard and hiring Tuchel, you know, you know, it doesn't cost too much, you know, he, he wants to get it in because I just think it's too much, too much of a risk. But, mm. you know, at the end of the day, Tuchel's in, there's not much you can do. I think you can have this debate forever. What are kind of what are his tasks for Tuchel coming coming into this Chelsea job? I think he's got to, he's got to get them players that they've spent money on performing, hasn't he? Because Werner's been woeful. Um, you know they've had to rely on Giroud to get them goals. Um, you know Werner's been on good the player, floor. good player. Giroud. Oh, he's, oh yeah, great yeah. player! No, yeah, there's no disrespect. Werner's finishing has always been terrible, even yeah. in the 
even in the light That's scene. a hot take. That is a hot no, take. No, it was. If you watched him, he, his finishing wasn't great. Like, he mm. needs so many chances to score. Yeah, like, it's like Rashford. Rashford is the same. He, he's so inconsistent. All, they need not, on FIFA, not on FIFA 20 Cop seasons, though. Team of oh, different. Oh, we should have an episode yeah. dedicated to that. Well, well anyway, 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 I've got some statistics for you, boys. So, Thomas Tuckle, I've got my notepad. Hi, statistics. Thomas Tuckle. Rips us out with the ladies, didn't you, Kai? When you know you're. <laughs> yes, what I do on a night out. Being like, do you want to hear stats on <laughs> Thomas Tuckle? People that come away from this club, you know, enjoying themselves. See <laughs> what I do on a night out. I get my notepad out and say, do you know what? I've actually had a 99% success rate on nights out. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to fact check that, please, because I don't. Think we can fact that check that because that is not true. Um, Thomas Tuckle, Tuchel, at Dortmund. Tuchel, mate. At Tom, no, it's Tuckle, mate. Okay. Anyway, at, Do- at Dortmund, he had sixty-eight wins, twenty-three draws, and seventeen losses in one hundred and eight games, which is a percentage of sixty-two percent, which isn't great a win percentage. It's not great. That's that's, that's decent. That's, that's very good. That's is very good. When yeah, sixty-two percent is very good. Sixty-two percent is. So, to be fair, if you're Dorman, your aspirations are slightly different. But sixty-two percent isn't. How many? Yeah, well, a, I mean, that's a good win record. In, in the Premier League, that is. But in the German league, is that good? The German league's a good league. It's competitive. Yeah, but for Dortmund, though, Dortmund buying should be. Not not, not when not when tu, not when Tuchel came in. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. No, anyway, PSG. Well. Yeah, is, I'll cut that out. I'll leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not making it in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then PSG, he had 127. This is why I thought it was bad, right? Because this is his record at PSG is incredible then. Because he had 127 games. He had 95 wins and 13 draws and 19 defeats, which is 75.6% win that, rate. That's, that's because it's the French League. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. But, the, but he oh, also had... He also had oh. All French viewers out there. <laughs> there'll, <laughs> be, there'll be many. Bonjour, Salah. To both of you. Um, yeah, but it, during this time at PSG, he had the highest average points per game in PSG history as a manager, tied with Unai Emery. Which ah, is good he's... I think he's. Uh, I think he's a good manager. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think there's a lot of with these German managers. I think there's a lot of their playing style's amazing, but mm. can I, does it produce results as much? And, you know, and you there's could... a stat. To, I've got a stat to back that up as well, Josh. Come, come tell us. <laughs> Thomas Tuchel has only beaten Klopp and Pep twice in 19 games. Oh, that's that is that's, that, a, that's, that's, that's a bad stat. That is a statistic. Oh. That's a good statistic. That I think Thomas Gorman would have done better than that. Yeah. Oh. Thomas Gorman. Thomas Gorman. He's yes, <laughs> a Michelin star chef. Like Thomas yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then I've also got his, uh, one more stat for you. Just one more. Sorry, just let me just... This might as well Chelsea, the Kai Stat show. At Chelsea. For an hour. <laughs> um, I've just got a whole note. <laughs> at, at Chelsea, Thomas Tuchel has had one win and one draw, which is only a 50% win record. Now, that's not great. That's not great. <laughs> But no, he what he needs, and this is one of my points. What he needs to work on is yeah. at PSG, great play style. He gets along with the players, but his relationship with the club and the, cl- the staff in the club hasn't been great with the board and stuff. It's very confrontational. I think yeah. uh, I'm not 100% wording this accurately, but I think there was a tweet that said kind of when he got sat from PSG that he struggles with relationships and kind of people warming mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's something he's got to work on, especially 100%. with Roman Abramovich. Especially with Roman Abramovich, hundred percent. He needs to work on, but he's got. He need like you said. He needs to find this. He needs to find this starting eleven. Mm. What killed Frank was he just. He had so many players, and he couldn't find this starting eleven. Mm. He well, needs to find that quickly. 
that's that's the interesting thing with what he's done so far. He's dropped what he well, he dropped Mount for his first game, but he's brought him back in. He's playing Hudson Adoy a lot. Mm. It was actually improved a lot. And yeah, I don't know yeah. why. I watched the game against uh, the nil-nil draw against Wars. I watched a bit of the one against Burnley. Did you watch any of them? I didn't watch it, but I saw Robbie Brady's uh, quote that he said. Oh, what did he say? The manager was screaming at him to mark Hudson Adoy, and he says, "I can see him, but what the what do you expect me to do? I can't catch him." That's what he said. He said he, Robbie Brady said he couldn't get near Hudson Adoy. So I mean. Yeah. He's a good player. He's basically had two man of the match performances in in the two games that they've been playing, and he Thomas took a, like wants to keep a lot of the ball. Like they had some ridiculous passing start in their game against Wolves. Some mm. like how many passes? I don't know. It was, I didn't I see don't it. There was wrong. But like, what do you think of like teams who like to keep possession? Are you like because like they clearly do? They're clearly like passing a lot of the ball, keep a lot of possession. But would you rather be because what Josh? You've got a team who doesn't rely on possession. Um, relies on counter-attacking. Um, you know, what do you how's, that, how's that working for us? Um, it was working quite well, but not so much anymore. Exactly. That's what I said to you, Josh. I said Mourinho's football is great when That's it wins just, you I, games. Mourinho's slightly... We're not going to get onto that. Mourinho's slightly the problem, but it, it's it's leaving this terrible squad. This terrible, terrible squad. No, but this, this is what I'm saying. Would you, would you rather have, like... Squad. Would you rather keep the ball in the possession... Or would you rather just sit back and, and counter-attack? This isn't a Tottenham thing. It's just like a Chelsea thing. Like, do you like the way they're playing at the moment? I, I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen. We haven't really seen enough to kind of make a, no. a definitive answer. But I mean, he, he went to a three three back, didn't he, against Burnley? Um, mm. He went to a three back with with the wing backs, and I think Hudson Hudson actually played on as a wing back. Yeah, he did yeah, yeah. At one he point, played, he did. yeah. When, when, in, in the I watched the last ten minutes of the Wolves game, and when they subbed on when he was going for a goal, Hudson Adai ended up at left wing back. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's an interesting formation because we haven't seen that since like the Conte. Remember when Conte changed to a three back? And then everyone changed to a three-back just for that season. Mm. So that'll, that'll be interesting to see how that kind of works out because it's a system that is kind of hit or miss with, with, with the wing-backs. Yeah. But it, as long you've as got, you've, you, got to, you've got to have a high work rate full full-backs, don't you, to play mm, with wing-backs. And you've got to have a balanced defence. You've got to have mm. kind of a, you've got to have kind of that rock in the middle and the two-pace, which they've got. Mm. Um, He's just got to find that style, Lennon. Yeah. You've got, so you've got ZH, Mount. Yeah. He took Abraham off, actually, didn't he? 45 yeah. minutes, within 45 yeah, yeah, minutes, yeah. and he played Pulisic as a false nine, yeah. which is which is interesting to to look at that. Mm. So not good for Abraham's confidence either. No, um, but no, I, I think Tuchel's got all the tools here. He, he has. Mm. Oh yeah, really. Kovacic went on his day as an incredible player. Yeah, Jorginho. Yeah, he's got Kovacic, Jorginho, mm. Conte. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got so many of these players. He's got all the tools. Really, like, does he really need to make so many players to bring in? Probably not. He probably needs to work on the back four more than anything, I think. I think that's where I mean, he needs he's to He's kept clean sheets. Two sheets. Two clean sheets. Yeah. The, first, the first Chelsea manager to do that, since, that in his first two games than, since Rafa Benitez. Really? Yeah, long time ago. Really? So, he, again, he, the defence is the defense is true as well. He's really got to sort that out. Yeah, he, he, needs to, he needs to find out his best defensive centre-back partnership. Because, what, Rudiger barely played under Lampard. Um, but you'd imagine he'll play under two shorts because they're both German. Exactly, Thiago Silva and well, he's, he, Thiago Silva was with him at PSG. Mm-hmm. He played Thiago Silva and Zuma mainly was, like was their top scorer for a little while. Yeah, so he needs to work out on his best team. But I think the aim, the aim for them this season has to just be try and get as close to the Champions League as he Definitely. physically can. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they can. If Tuchel can hit the ground running and establish kind, establish a, a I formation, know. I think a good thing about this is there's not a lot of players 
Frank Lampard wasn't Frank Lampard wasn't there for a long time, was he? You know, he was only there for a, for a year and a half, mm. and a lot of those players weren't used to his style of play. So I think it will be a lot easier than compared to like other clubs he, he could have possibly gone to to establish a style of play mm. and to establish kind of his ways in defence. Mm. Thing is, what they're they're seventh at the moment in the table, and they need to get to what well, the top four. They play the most amount of games they can, twenty one games. I think they've got to rely on the likes of West Ham slipping yeah. up. And we oh, will yeah. talk about them in a minute. But West Ham, you know, they've got to rely on them slipping up. Tottenham, obviously, you know, are in the best run of form themselves. And they've got to... I, like, do you think they will get top four? No. Simple. <laughs> no, I don't I, think they will. I, I, I don't think they will. I, don't I, think, think... I think Spurs are more likely to get it than Chelsea. I think, I think Chelsea are too... They've cut adrift. And, and second, you manage them. Sorry, no. I was going to say, why not? Well, yeah, with Chelsea, yeah. So with, yeah. So basically, with Chelsea, for me, I think they've they've cut adrift. And sacking your manager mid-season is the worst possible thing you can do. I'm just sorry, it is. I hate it. I absolutely hate to see a manager sack mid-season because to sack a manager mid-season means he hasn't got a transfer window to bring in who he wants to. He's got to work with players that he really hasn't chosen. He's got to then get out of the style of play that their old manager is in and put in a new style of play whilst trying to get results. It's it's a very difficult job for him to do. And I, and go on. Yeah, no, and, and it's true. But I think with Frank Lampard kind of only being there a year and a half, the style of play isn't going to be as much implemented. Plus, was it really a style of play with Frank, really? Uh, he, he attacks so much, but the defence was so exposed. I think it'll be a lot easier. Uh, but you are right. Tuchel is will demand. It. There's a very certain way he wants to play, and that will take a while. Mm. But I think he's helped with the fact that again, the players isn't his sort of players. But these are amazing players. Yeah, these are yeah, amazing yeah. players. He's oh got. yeah, Have I mean, a ZH. on on paper, it's probably the best squad, like one of the best squads in the league. Mm. 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 Which, which I think is why Lampard got the sack in the end because, like you say, he's not getting results with this team, and he and with that team. They should be to play football on their With own. Greater power comes greater responsibility. Who said that? Yoda. Josh Bailey. Randall. That was anyway, me. Anyway, so, you know, I, I think, do you think Lampard would have been sacked if fans were in the ground? Because I was watching a couple of, of Chelsea fans' videos um, and they were saying if Chelsea fans were in the ground, they'd have got behind Frank, they'd have got behind the team. And if Frank had been sacked with fans in the ground, they thought there'd been like a massive uproar against the owners because they literally got rid of one of their own. And I think Chelsea have, Abramovich has kind of, you know, sneakily sacked him now with no fans in the ground. No one can really uproar against it. They've got to just sit at home and passively watch this football. And I feel like he, you know, he may have, he may have sacked him purely. I, I think if fans were in the ground, they were in the same run of form they were in. I don't think he'd have sacked him. Great. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know. I don't know. But speaking of teams on the up, are we talking going to London, the other side? Leeds, the other know. side of London. We're going to go into West Ham. David Moyes, football can, genius. Can we just say that John just said leaders in London, by the way? No, no. I said, I said that while you said teams up on form. Then you cut me off with the London. Right, well, it sounds like you said it. Well, in the edit, I'll make it sound like John said. Yeah, no, so no one London. thinks he knows where... No, I've never prided no. myself on my geography anyway. So, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Where's France, John? Quiet. <laughs> so yeah anyway David Moyes football genius he is doing wonders with West Ham at the moment absolutely and bearing in mind everyone thought they were going to go down as well like the majority, yeah, yeah, yeah. The majority yeah. of people yeah. thought they were going to be relegated yeah. I was one of them no. it's, it's Villa and West Ham are two of the teams that people thought were going to go down they're yeah. having like the best seasons like they've yeah, had they in are, yeah. mm. 100% yeah. and it's not a surprise if Moyes is given time 
And given time and sort of... if He's given time. He's an amazing manager. You were subject to his football for eight months of your life, Josh. But I think when he gets his right players in, when he has time to get his right players in, I think his football's good. Yeah, and I, and I agree. And I think David Moyes can spot a good footballer. Like, you, you, you see the... Well, maybe not Fellaini. But I suppose Fellaini did the job for United at the end of the day. The signings he made at United, he made one matter who's still at the club now. And probably when he plays, he's consistent. I know he's old. His legs are going. But... He's a consistent player. He's been a good servant for the club. Yeah, he's been a good servant. Yeah, he's been there nearly... I couldn't believe he's been there nearly eight... He's been there eight years. The other day. It was eight years ago the other day. Yeah. Isn't that that thing he can have now? No, ten years. It's testimonial. Oh. Oh, Testimonial. That's it. Testimonial. My my connection went then. My connection is now unstable. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, like he, he signed Fellaini, who did a job for United when he needed to. He was probably United's best player at one point in time, as much as fans don't want to admit that he probably was. And we and then he signed one matter, who has been consistent and a great servant, like you say. And then the signings he had in place were Luke Shaw, who's now our left back and probably one of the best players on the best form at the moment. And um, and Herrera, who I still think should still be at the club. I loved him under Herrera, and I think he was great. Um, oh, great player. He was a great player, and he still. I think he still is. But David Moyes could, without a doubt, spot a player, and he and he knew when which players to sign to help improve the squad. He just wasn't given time. But I United think, was also too big for him as well. I think. I don't think it was. I don't. Think it was. I don't think the transition was put in place well enough for him. I think. Did he go there after Everton? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he went straight he did, from Everton. He did a very good job at Everton. Oh, mm, very good. So I think it, that actually warranted the appointment of the Man United job. Yeah. I just think yeah. after what Ferguson did with the because he was the first one after Fergie, wasn't he? I yeah. just think after what he'd done to then, not saying Moyes was a bad manager at the time because he worked wonders with Everton, but I just think maybe that was the wrong appointment. It, it was a cursed job, wasn't it? It was never going to, whoever yeah, got it, it was he, never going to oh, do yeah. well. He didn't help himself though for me, Moyes. You're never going to achieve what they've no, no. My connection's gone. Come on. Oh, God. Get it. Up the connection. Yeah. So when he when he came when he came in, he sacked every single coaching member. Why would you do that? Why would you sack every single coaching staff of a league title winning side? They've just won it by twelve points. I think it was twelve, ten points, something like that. Mm. On, that's behind him now. It is. It that's is. in the past. And we're here. And we're here. And we're here to talk about West Ham. Ham. The West Ham fans will be getting upset. He's going to win the league about West with West Ham. I mean, you know, but like you said, he's got an eye for talent. Yeah, yes, yeah. And uh, he's brought in, so he's brought in Craig Dawson, who, by the way, was such an underrated centre-back for Watford, and he is doing an incredible job. Mm. Ever since Craig Dawson has come into the side, he has kept five, he's conceded five goals. West Ham have conceded five goals in seven games. Mm. Incredible form. Since he's been in as well, they, I think they've won about four, maybe? Mm. I think it's maybe five. I think in five... Drawn one, lost one, maybe, or might be four. Draw, anyway, I don't know. Um, good research. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so he, he, and honestly, he picked up Craig Dawson, Thomas Soychek again, and I'm not going to compare it to Fellaini because on Twitter, West Ham fans are hating comparing Soychek oh, right. to so his own individual player. Okay. But again, amazing player, amazing player. He got in Bowen as well, in really good player. Mm-hmm. Four hours as well, who he's having a tight bit of time adjusting, but he's doing all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, Kufal. The, the list goes on about yeah, the, the players he yeah, has yeah. brought in and kind of these are... The, it works well with West Ham because West Ham aren't going to spend loads, but they're going to spend enough. Mm-hmm. And the players he's got suit, suit, suit West Ham. And it's like Everton. The players he got suited Everton. Tim Cahill, Arteta, all those different players. So he, he, right, if he's given time with the right... Given time to identify his players... 
Yeah. They're working within budgets. He's an incredible manager in West West Ham. You can only praise them really. They're doing really well. The thing the thing I don't get with West Ham is how many of their starting eleven, like apart from I don't know, Declan Rice, but like they don't have that many big name players. No. You think oh, he's gonna like, you know, Tottenham, Son and Kane, Fernandez at, at Man United at you know Bamford at Leeds. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bamford at Leeds. No, there's eleven of big name players at Leeds. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I just think it's like the their squad, and this is no disrespect to West Ham, it's a fantastic job that they're doing at the moment, but their squad isn't on paper a top five, six squad at mm-hmm. all. It's, mid- it's a mid-table squad. And what Moyes is doing with them is simply phenomenal. If they get European football, because they got it, did they get it a couple of seasons ago, they did like what Burnley yeah, did. And what they got the knocked out of stages in the qualifying, the qualifying stages of the Europa League. If he can take them into European football again, he's done a fantastic... Well, I think people forget as well, there's a conference league this year as well. That's true. Is that starting so, this year? Yeah, ne- well, ne- yeah, yeah, this year yeah. for next season. Like, so you know, that conference league, which I think goes to yeah. seventh and eighth. Yeah. And if seventh get Europa League, which is God, imagine if you end up in ninth. Imagine that, if you end up in that. That's that. That's the, I, I, we should do an episode on that because I think that could ruin football. Yeah. Like, when you say when you say conference league, I thought you meant like non-league, like you know, Villa Ricky Tombridge Tombridge going into oh, Europe. Oh, but oh, can oh. I just say, going off John's thing, West yeah. Ham is an amazing example of having. The perfect players for the system and players who want to play for the manager in the badge. Mm-hmm. West Ham haven't had that. West Ham have had kind of loads of these individual pieces over the past years. It's been an absolute mess. Players who didn't want to be at the club, players who didn't want to play for the manager. Mm-hmm. But David Moyes has come in, got sustainability, and he's got that. And the addition of Jesse Lingard as well gives him. He gives him Jesse Lingard. You know, when he's on form, he gives he gives your team something. He adds depth, the Jaylen yeah. celebration. He adds depth and he adds experience. And he will he will only improve West Ham. So it is really good. Mm. If, he, if he can channel his 2017, and I don't spoil it, he is my signing of the well, one of the signings of the window. If he can channel that, was it 17, 18 form under Yeah, Jersey? If he can channel that, because I think they kind of lack that attack in midfield position because they've been playing Mark Noble in there recently. They did over the Christmas period, which I don't think it's a great move. I mean, they have got it. They, they can play four nouns there, Bowen on the right. It's very interchangeable. They've got a very yeah. fluid front four. Antonio can drop deep. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got Bowen on the right. You've got, uh, you can play Ben Rama ben, ben on the Rama left. Ben Rama's but yeah, no. Um, but talking to Jesse Lingard, John, silence of the window. Okay. I was, I was going to go into just. Sorry, before. sorry, Kai. I was going to wrap up the serious topic in the Premier League to start with. Okay. And then go into the European bit and then okay. go to the yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Makes we've sense. We've currently done about 35 minutes, nearly 40 minutes. So Yeah, we've got ages. If the podcast goes on for like an hour and 10, we've got five. Yeah, Europe will wrap up. Well, we're going to discuss more of a serious topic now. Um, something that's happened within this last week on social media of the racial abuse of Marcus Rashford, Axel Tuinzebe, and uh, Anthony Martial. Now, the, the common theme there is Man United. And, and again, it's, it's the subject from the media that, that they've been subject to from the social media, from fans. And I wouldn't even call them fans at this rate. I'd just call them, them lowlifes on social media who haven't got anything better to do. To, to racially abuse someone online, is, it's disgusting. There's, there's no room for it whatsoever in, in face-to-face, never mind on social media. It's something like on the comments, I've saw some of the comments that were disgusting. And people wouldn't dream of saying that face-to-face to him. If you came face-to-face with Michael Rashford, they'd probably be the same people that'd go up and ask them for a photo. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, there's just no room for it in the game. I think, and I think, for me, it's not just a, an issue within football. It's an issue within society. And I think it's something that needs to be addressed through the social media companies, whether that's through 
having to register your ID uh, when you sign up and then when your account gets banned, I'm sorry, but that is your ID banned off every single yeah. social media. You cannot use social media anymore because people are making it so easy now to make a new profile and make a new email address and they can just make a new account and just don't put their face and hide behind their profile photo who is a footballer of a rival team. That's literally what it is. That's what people are getting abused from. Um, I, I think, I think. sorry, John, I think not having fans as well was sort of made people... It's, it's kind of forgot about this issue. Hmm. I mean, obviously, you've had all the things with uh, George Floyd and, uh, you know, Breonna Taylor and people like that, which, you know, in last year was massive for kind of like the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that and things like that. But I think in as in as a football, in a, as a football kind of issue, not having fans has sort of made people, not, I wouldn't say forget, hmm. but yeah, it sort of has. People have kind of just forgotten about it for a bit just because, you know, we haven't had the fans there. You know, there hasn't been that racial abuse where... I think kind of before the Christmas before there, there was the, you know there was, it was kind of spiking up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think kind of people not having that fans kind of has made people forget about the issue. But what I really want to know is, you you see these footballers that screenshot these and call it out. But how many more messages do they get that we oh, don't see? No, loads. You got them like that, and that's the that's the scary thing about it is you got to imagine it, and, and you know it's these big footballers that run out. But what about the ones in the smaller leagues? What about the mm. ones in you know, League One and League Two, the National League, the ones that don't have these social media influences. Mm. You know, and it's a uh, the, the the Premier League, the FA, and England. You know, they're very quick to point to these other countries. Mm. You know, especially when you see an England duty, and it's disgusting out there. But I think we sort of forget about it, and it's so much better than it was. You know, back in the back in the sixties, mm. back in the fifties, sixties. But it's not great at all, and it's an it's an issue that's got to be done. The I have got to do more. I don't. I don't. Social media platforms in general. I. I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think it's the football. I no, don't, I don't. I don't. They are introducing the knee before kickoff, which has been done what every game since June, July, when the football restarted. You've got, um, you know, so many things going around. Black Lives Matter movement, kick it out, all the stuff in football. That's mm. evidently not working because on social media, that's the problem. I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. You need to submit. Because like what we we've got an us three Twitter account, shameless plug, give it a follow. But we that's not us putting our name out there. But even yeah. for that, you we, like one of us would still have to submit our passport, yeah. I think. Put yeah. your details on there. So that account is linked to that person because people do run, you know, company like company account, the business yeah. accounts. Their name is not on there, but they're, they're 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 it has to be related to a person's name. So if someone racially abuses someone, it has to be tracked down to that person. Yeah. And yeah, also, it's not racism is a massive problem but i also think it just it just shows there are so many other things like with like whether people are gay or anything like that how many gay footballers are there that aren't coming out yeah and that's that's another problem and it is a societal problem and you think about the amount of dms like you say they show one on twitter they 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 screenshot from instagram there's going to be loads of other ones and the, the thing that makes it worse is it's their own fans it's like kai literally going out his way to abuse a yeah. person, obviously, he, ha- he hasn't. But it's like, it's like a guy <laughs> yeah. going out of his way to literally abuse a player of the club that he supports. I just don't understand They're how... not fans, though. No, they're not well, fans, it, it, they're not. It, it, It's got to be pointed out. It's the minority of fans. It's the complete minority. Oh, yeah, definitely. What, what, I, what I hope doesn't happen is... It, it, this has kind of been a pattern where we've seen these DMs. It happened to Zaha last year. Um, and we talk about it and everyone kind of makes a fuss about it and same with the FA you know, everyone's like that shouldn't happen but then nothing happens about it afterwards mm-hmm. you know and it just the same thing happens again and what I mean by the FA doing more is that I think 
I think it's social media's it's social media's problem, as in across yeah. the whole board, because yeah. it's not just in football, it's across everywhere you see it. But I think as when it in terms of the Premier League, I think kind of the FN and the Premier League need to work with Twitter, Instagram to just do something about this because you know it's their issue as well. The social media need to do better in general. For me, I, I disagree. I, I don't think I don't disagree with that, that whole point you made. I disagree with the FA. I don't think it's the FA's fault. I, the FA get a lot of flack for it's this. It's not the FA's fault, but I just think they can. You know, they can. I just think they need to. They need to start working with social media companies more. But a, a, a fan commenting someone on Twitter isn't yeah. the, FA not the FA's problem. fault. That's that's what that's why I don't get about that argument. For me the FA are doing a lot. There's been a lot of arguments recently about why the knee's still in the game and is it losing its meaning? And I think this week has proved why it is in the game. It, it, for me, it, it gives players confidence to come out and speak about the racial abuse they've received. Like Rashford tweet, Rashford's tweet was, you know, it was brilliant this week that he put out. He's, you know, not giving them any attention, which is brilliant. But there's not that many people that are as strong mentally as Rashford. You know, he might put on a brave face. He might not, he might be suffering. I, I don't know. I don't know personally, but it can, it, it will affect your mental health and it'll affect your confidence when you're playing football. And, and why, if you were a fan of the club and abusing your own players, why would you abuse your own players to try and yeah. bring their confidence down? If anything, you're going to want to go, Oh, well it was a poor game, but yeah, we go again next yeah. time. It's like you've got to give them confidence and, and doing stuff like that is it's disgusting. It's not going to give them confidence at all. Well, it's an issue that we're going to hopefully cover, maybe have a special episode for in the, yes. in, 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 in the future. But yes. So anyway, moving on to a bit more of a, of a lighter subject. We're going to go over to Europe now. Um, so we're going to discuss the Europe's hot topics outside of the Premier League. So I know Josh was very keen to get into this. You've got, uh, about you've, got, you've got to give Europe their credit, you know. They're there. People forget no, about I mean, them, ten ago, About 10 minutes ago when you were like, I want to do the transfer window. <laughs> I'm just king. I'm just, just king. Called, you just called the French League really bad, so I don't know why. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, that is true. I mean... <laughs> Right. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, I mean. To be fair, PSG lost to Lorient yesterday, bottom of the league. Backtracking, <laughs> but yeah, backtracking. Anyway, <laughs> Europe. Did you see, did you see the um, Lorient players within that? Um, were they doing? Oh no, no, completely wrong game. Completely wrong game. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Messi's contract. Yes, that has that has caused the stir. Quite the stir. El Mundo reported it. Uh, El Mundo reported it. They they are now actually Barcelona are going to sue El Mundo apparently. Because they leaked this, Barcelona said they had no kind of, you know, helping in leaking. Well, I was going to pose that question to you. Do you think Barcelona had a helping? Because Messi's relationship at the moment with Barcelona is a bit. It's not great. Is it? This doesn't make it better. No, it doesn't. So I, I, it... I personally, well, I don't believe actually because I, I, I don't believe. I, I, I think I Barcelona had a. I believe. So that's a Polar Express reference. I believe. I believe. I believe. I got the shot. We were doing so well. We were doing so well. But no, yeah, I think I think it's a possibility. Yeah. Barcelona's going to sue, but it was surprised it's someone in the club because yeah. you look at it and it's um so fifty fifty five million, which is which is half a billion, which is half a billion over four years. 130 million, 138 million per season. Josh, can we just go back and check out maths? Was it, was it not 555 million as well? 555, yeah. You said 55 million. Oh, my apologies to the listeners. 555 you, you million, which is, quarter, which is half a billion. Oh, was that 55 million is half a billion quid, mate? 55, 55 million. start again. 55 million 
over four years, 138 million per season fixed. You said, 55 again. You said 55 again. I said 138 million. I said, I said, well, stop it. Stop again. it. Stop yeah. it now. It's 555 million. There's a, there's a bit more, but I've just rounded it down. Um, 115 million just for accepting the contract, just for saying, yeah, I'll play for Barcelona. And then 77 million in loyalty bonuses. So, really, there's no wonder that Barcelona are in the spot they are because yeah. no man in the, on the planet deserves to be paid that amount of money. Well, there's a. So, there's a uh, yeah. <laughs> David Attenborough? Yeah. No, no, actually, it's true. The NHS deserves to be paid that amount of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, 50, 55, 55 billion, million. You've wrapped me now. One so, not, not Lionel Messi. He's an amazing One. player, but that, that, is, that is obscene, and that annoyed a lot of people. <laughs> what? <laughs> just laughing at you. Like, we were talking about the 550 million, you just went... The NHS, like that, that, the NHS is a person, <laughs> like it's just one person. That guy, individuals in the NHS. That guy, that guy, oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah. NHS. NHS, yeah. Dr. Alex. Anyway, yeah. So that's absurd. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Alex is that? Have you seen his TikToks? Yeah. He's, to be fair, he's doing a brilliant job. He's oh, me why are your... Walk daily. Um, what are your thoughts? Oh, For me, oh, I think. No, no, not Dr. Alex. No. Oh, yeah. What from Messi's contract? On Messi's contract, it's obscene. It, well, yeah, and there's no wonder that City are like contemplating not taking him on oh. this season. There is mm. no wonder, like, because where is he? Gonna, he's going to have to take a pay cut no matter where he goes, surely. Oh, without, without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. No, nowhere is going to pay that money for him. And that's an example of when the player becomes bigger than the club. Yes, exactly. doesn't it? And yeah. I think Barcelona are like, oh my god, Messi. When really, it's just, and the thing is, it's not like it's even affect their transfers. They've still bought in quite a lot of players. I mean, their recruitment is terrible. Yeah. Um, but they've still bought in a lot of players. But it's just, I can't, I look at it and I'm like, what? And then, and then he has the cheek to say he wants to leave. Yeah. They're paying him all that money next year. No, sorry. Like, if you're being paid that money and you're like losing to Bayern Munich 7-2, don't sulk. Or was it like 6-1? What was the score? 8-2 8-2 two. Don't sulk Play You're being paid That amount of money Exactly I'd 8-2 be In the NMS right now 8-2 be you like, it's, it's, absolute, it's absolutely ridiculous And the fact that he turns around This club's paid him All this money And then You know Goes against the club is, I just think that's a bit It's a bit rich really the thing is, Lionel Messi is a brand now He's not yeah, It's oh, not yeah. just a play He's a massive brand It's like Ronaldo It's like you think of all the other contracts he's been given. He's lost his FIFA contract as well. He's not the cover star. So maybe that's the reason why they're, they're paying him all that money. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's, like you say, it's an obscene amount of money. Um, but to, like, I'm not saying did you expect it to be like any lower, but like... Yeah, true, yeah. That's like, a fair point. The amount of, like, uh, it's a massive, like 555 million over four years. It's ridiculous. Thank you. No worries. 100% conversion rate on the stats for myself. But um, I just think, like, I hope he's giving away some of that money to like charities or other stuff like that. You'd hope so. I think footballers do a lot um, behind the that. scene when it comes to charities. I think they don't really. I think it was, was it Jordan Henderson that said something. I think it, I think it might have been Jordan Henderson who said that you know footballers kind of do behind the scenes that they don't really make a massive fuss about it. So you'd yeah. hope earning that money, and you reckon he would. He seems like a nice guy. Because he's just come home from work, and I'm just like I'm just on a podcast, so please don't come in the room. He's like, Sam, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> That's why he'd be like, yeah. he'd be like uh, potato squares, please. Potato I've just places, seen him pull please. up on the drive, so I'm like, just don't go. Yes. 
Game on, man. Game on. Game on. If you were in Almessi, hmm. how much of a pay cut would you take to come to City, Chelsea, anyone like that? How much would a, of a pay cut would you take? Because he's been on that sort of money consistently for years and years. With, the funny thing is with Messi is I don't think it's a case of the club wanting you. I think you've got to convince Messi. Like, yeah. I think Messi, Messi's going to want to come to your club. So it's not like it's not like where kind of transfers happen and you know Messi wants to go to that club. You know, Messi's kind of got to be kind of... It, it's really weird. It's, I, I don't really know what I'm saying. But, like, it's... it's, it's... <laughs> yeah, the, only thing, the only thing you can say on the matter is there's, it's too much money and, like, yeah. um, you know, it's just shouldn't really yeah. be paid. Do you know what he needs yeah. to start doing? Do you know what Lionel Messi needs to start doing? TikTok. If, yeah, well, that's literally what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, because if he's earning all this money and he has to take a pay cut, get him on the creator fund, mate. He's going to be earning loads of money. He could sell pictures of his feet as well. Like, imagine how much money he would. Moving earn. on, moving on. How much would you pay for those photos? Oh John? my god! Imagine like, Carl, you're offered like how much are you offered for it? <laughs> no, I'm not going into how much I'm offered for. I'd say like twenty quid. Imagine. I so don't... Putting this out there, I do not sell photos of my feet on the internet. It's he doesn't, but he gets asked because he's a TikTok superstar. I get re- it's a reference to a, a YouTube, my YouTube video, shameless plug. Um, my last video, I was asked um, if I would sell pictures of my feet. But imagine how much someone would pay for Messi's left foot. How much do you reckon Messi's pay left foot? How much do you reckon to pay? How much would you pay? How much would I? Pay? I don't I'm have. Not, I wouldn't pay anything because oh, I'm I was trying like to get that. you into it. Then I was trying to get you like treat you into saying how much you'd pay for feet pics. You can't get me sued for now saying I want to pay like a million quid for a messy um, Hey, John, you said it, not us. If you could... Think if it's Messi's foot and then it attaches to mine and then I play like Messi... I don't think you're actually getting Messi's foot. foot. No, you're not getting Messi's <laughs> foot. Oh, well, uh, well, nothing about that then, no. no you're, you're just getting a picture. He's not going to cut it off and just give it to you. You might do one of those things where you can use a 30-day free trial and cancel it afterwards and then keep using multiple emails and then just... Why he should that? 3D print his foot? His left foot? There's definitely potential in that. Anyway, and then, and then you wear it. Wait, anyway, we're talking about how much would 3D print. One, se- one second, then you'd wear it, and then you'd have a left foot like Messi, and who knows what would happen. Probably goals. Anyway, um, <laughs> Any, and anyway, assists. Don't forget assists. about how much we'd pay for stuff. Let's talk about how much people have paid for people in the transfer window. Very loose, um, <laughs> very loose segue there. But can we not talk about. Uh, the Lukaku thing. What we... Or the Marseille thing. Or... The Lukaku, Lukaku and yeah, Well, haven't we talked about the transfer window yet? No. But you... Okay, all right. I mean, we can. I thought maybe we could do it at the end. Take it away. This is, this is beautifully organised. <laughs> <laughs> this just sums up us three, though, doesn't it? No, but this is, you don't want a podcast as organised. I want that. Um, who would in the fight? Lukaku or Ibrahimovic? Because as you saw, this weekend of last week in the midweek it wasn't in the weekend they were they got they got really annoyed at each other. organization <laughs> really 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 annoyed at each other mm-hmm. very much very angry heads heads were john that was really weird hmm? we both said that at the exact same time Did you say I, that? I hope that picked that up i i i didn't hear why well, you might have done i hope it did anyway anyway the car they were button heads you know there was a few cuss words said to each other um and, you know, Lukaku said about his mum to Ibrahimovic. Yeah. No, he said about his wife to Ibrahimovic. And Lukaku, Ibrahimovic said to Lukaku about his mum. And then him. Wasn't, 
didn't but end Apple well. then did say he was going to him. Mm, yeah, and, and you know, it was, oh. you know, I think both were a culprit. In, in a fight, I see that as KSI <laughs> Logan Paul. I see it as KSI Logan Paul. I think, you know, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, short, tall. You just compared Ibrahimovic and Lukaku to KSI and Logan Paul. Yeah, I, feel I, like that's, I feel like that's a massive injustice on Logan Paul. What are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. He's, no, about but, um, fight, he's about to fight the best boxer ever. This isn't, this isn't a boxing podcast. This no, a... we hate boxing podcasts. Yeah, blue. Hashtag uh, boxing podcast out. Yep. You're all terrible. Eddie Hearn, you hurt me. Anyway, Ibrahimovic, Lukaku, who would win? I like the way we've just slandered boxing podcasts and we're now talking about who would win in a boxing Who would win? <laughs> Lukaku or Ibrahimovic in a kickboxing fight? Oh, kickboxing podcasts are good. Oh, see, this, is, this is different. This is di- nah, 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 we're different. Just in a fight. Just in a fight. It's year six. Lukaku and Ibrahimovic are fighting oh. because Ibrahimovic has just stolen Lukaku's they, job. Are they, are they 11 or are they their I age know, in year know, six? I don't know how tall they're <laughs> in year six. I've got no clue. I've got no clue. They're in year... Right, they're this tall, but they've miraculously ended up in year six. Who wins? But are they are they that age in year six? Because that's kind of weird. Or are they paedophiles? <laughs> now, now we're getting into a bit of a lawsuit problem here. They, why have they gone to the school? So why is it? Yeah. <laughs> who who wins? It's a it's a simple question. Probably the police at this point. <laughs> That's, that's not all you know what? Don't worry. Let's just let's just move on. Let let's just let's say it be that a draw. Segment was one of the most shambolic segments I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> let's if, move if on. Um, Marseille's training ground for this week. If they were fighting, and no, 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 no. If the, if the teacher blew the whistle on them, would they stop? Yes or no? Which, yeah, would the head teacher break it up? That's a great show. Who's the head teacher? Would they all have the walkie-talkies? You know where they're all like. There's a fight on the playground in the locker. Just yeah. Tom, Tom it's a He's just he's just come out of nowhere. He's their teacher. What did you say, John? Yours is a prison. None of mine had uh, walkie-talkie. Yeah, walkie-talkie. I can't. No, what are you? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, it's because he went to a, a, a grammar school. Oh. He went to a posh school. He didn't. We not play, John's play, location on the daddy. Please blur that out. Please blur that out. I do not live. I live in South. Right. Marseille's training ground. Yes, was destroyed this week. Um, and actually, it actually caused their game v Rens to be to be postponed. Yeah, yeah, no, it was that wow. bad. Um, what I found really funny about the um, report was that there's there's this quote here. It's a uh, thefts were committed and vehicles damaged. Five trees were burnt down. Oh, wow. oh my god, no! Bellerin is fuming. Bellerin blocked those, and he is not happy. So I wanted to ask the question to you. Obviously, we know why the, the training ground was attacked and was, the trees were burnt down. But if I, I'm going to pose the question to you. What do you think could have caused the fans to riot on the training ground? Parker Ibrahimovic. Maybe. Maybe. What, like, what, in a dream scenario, what, actually, not maybe not a dream scenario, because someone's training. <laughs> a dream scenario, the training ground. <laughs> what, what do you think would have caused the fans to riot? Like, what, what, in, in some bizarre universe, what have, what's caused fans... So I've got a few. Um, that's why yeah, I've he's come for <laughs> That's why I've brought this. Top this of is shot. before the podcast. I'm not joking. I've got really some funny things written down. So well, I was thinking something. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah, if this is funny now, then the pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, no, this is gonna be terrible. It's probably. Oh, really? um, I think that someone dropped the croissant, which is why um, fans were rioting on the training ground. Is that because they're French? No, because have you not seen the meme? It's. 
Don't drop my croissant. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun. Moving on. Next one, Kai. I hope the audience was laughing as much as we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's getting cut out as well. Um, what one? What's next? I, 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 I was going to say something about the food in the canteen, but I'm just not going <laughs> to. I'm just not going to do it. Go on, say it. Say it. I just, I've written chips in the canteen. That's what I've written. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that? What's that? <laughs> well, because I thought that, that the fans might not be happy with the chips they're being served. Why on. would the fans be in the canteen? <laughs> that is a valid point. Are they? No, no. I did, think, I did think at one point it was the players that were writing, not the fans. Well, what I found, moving on from that disastrous. <laughs> This is probably been the worst half, and like, it's like, oh, this is we've got to Europe, and it's just, it's just zero of this going. Right, it's all going in. I'm keeping it all in. All going in. Um, What I found, I mean, what I found quite um, humorous is their um, (laughs) their defender. I I didn't write his name down. I just got their defender. um, Was hit by a projectile as he confronted the supporters. Projectile what? Um, like you know, uh, they threw Trees. smoke bombs and firecrackers. So one of those two, uh, he was he was hit as he went to confront them. They just threw you get to choose which one it is. <laughs> you one, get one. to choose. I mean, he was hit by a firecracker or a or a smoke bomb. He didn't say. I just I just thought that was really mean. Yeah, no, you know. Like, imagine being the player of your club and your club just frozen. This is just gone. I'm sorry, but this segment has just gone out the window. Out <laughs> yeah, of Europe. I think anyway, the, I think, anyway. I think, I think the reason why they went, I think the. Who was it again? Marseille? I've, yeah. I've, yeah, Marseille. <laughs> I think their players on the training ground were playing Nut Rush. I think, you know, they also went through, you know, Nut Rush uh, works. You get nuts, you get dead legs. You know, the fans took that slightly too seriously, came on with flares and took the. Dead legs too seriously. The dead meaning too seriously came on with flares. All the pyros and all that. I think they missed going to away games, to be honest. To be completely honest. I think it just created an away atmosphere. It would have been good limbs. I'd have loved to have been there. Let's move on. Or, or, or like one of them was playing a game of Flappy Bird. Uh, this is, this is, I'm sorry, but you, you can't say mine wasn't funny and you've just referenced Flappy, Flappy Bird. Okay. We are okay. in 2021. Forget okay. about it. I'll play it right now. Yeah, actually do. Get, get, get it up now and see what you can do. See, go around round of it. Yeah, do, actually um, do. They were actually... No, the reason for them actually uh, protesting was uh, they were demonstrating against the club's leadership and poor run of results. So, you know... Just, I think you, before we discuss this further, you need to have a game of Flappy Bird. Either that or you're, you're going to... I'm play playing it right now. Well, show me... Oh. Sc- <laughs> <Beat that. laughs> You can you can bleep that out. You can. Well, I've got to out. listen to the whole podcast now to go bleep through your swear words. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it again. I'll play it again. Well, I got I got two. I got two. One sec. Here we go. Here well, we go. For all you audio listeners, Josh is playing Flappy Bird. Here we go. You can switch off now. Oh my god, I'm on six. Drop down. Seven. Drop down again. Eight. Nine. Drop down. Ten. No. Eleven. Twelve. No, no, that's a oh, good that really high score. Oh, let me let us know your high score on Flappy Birds in the comments of this YouTube video. If you're not mine's, watching on YouTube, go over to 22. 22, that's decent, right? yeah. But let's let's finish this podcast off now. 
I thought we were doing European. Oh yeah, let's just finish. Yeah, we've well, no, we finished it, but we no, no, no. I mean, by finish it off by talking about signers of the window. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, we're still yeah, yeah, yeah. around. a strong note. Yeah, yeah, let's leave it on a serious strong note because no, let's be honest, nobody's made it to this point in the podcast. I've like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 probably no. not. They probably oh, yeah, they probably heard about Messi's feet and switched. Up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They were like, nah. Okay. No, thanks. Well, I know I'm clickbaiting this this podcast. Um, what were you gonna say? Selling Messi's feet on the internet. That, no, but that's actually that that, no, that that did come up. So it's not a clickbait. Yeah, we, yeah, but it's clickbait though because we. No, but we did actually. No, but on the. And I want, I want a photo of you, Josh. Like, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway signs of the window. Um, Kai, do you want to start? Um, yeah, not really. Nothing's really happened, does it? To be honest. But who's your sign of the window? Oh, my sign of the window. Um, well, it would help if there was some. Did you not do your research? Yes, actually, I did. I found that eight clubs out of the 20 have only signed in this window. Seven. And, and who was your favourite? Diallo, mate. <laughs> and why? Because he scored twice against Liverpool in under 23 as his debut. And it was a yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, it was good. Under he's in goal as well. When under 23 player, he gets a lot of interaction on Twitter. Like, a lot of likes. A lot. What, did you not follow him? Or was he... Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just never pay attention to likes, John, because my life isn't about likes, mate. They're technically, well, TikToks, you know, literal income is about likes. Likes, um, um, John, who was your favorite? Well, I've got, I've got two, I've got two. Um, you've gone to Kai because he didn't do anything. No, I, I've got, I, I have got, uh, seriously, uh, Diallo or Odegaard, probably. Really? I had three, oh, I had three. Uh, Udo, Odegaard was, uh, was up there, but two other ones, Jesse Lingard and Robert Snodgrass, because I think Robert Snodgrass is a uh, quality player. Yep, Neymar made his debut. Uh, they beat West Brom, beat Wolves 3 2. He didn't have any impact in the goals, he was just there. Um, Snodgrass is a you know, fantastic ex Leeds player, a love of my life at one point. Jesse Lingard, I'm great to see his life get back on track because he was. Wasn't playing that much against Man United. Only started against in the in the FA Cup against Watford. Um, and I just want to see him do like the Jaylings, the shoot dance, the you know Pied Piper dance he does um, at the uh, the uh, London Stadium. To be honest, with Declan Rice. What about you, Josh? My son of the window. Thank you, John. Um, my son of the window is Morgan Sanson. Um, Morgan Sanson. Who are you? He came from Marseille. <laughs> That's probably why they were laughing. That's why they were probably why they were fuming. <laughs> They lost Morgan Sanson. Um, he's gone to Aston Villa. Um, the reason why is Champions League experience. Uh, five goals, four assists last season. Not great. Although he is a midfielder. So, you know, we can take it. It's okay. Where, whereabouts, I've not heard of him. I've not seen much of him. Whereabouts did he play? Defensive midfield? No, nah, centre mid. Centre mid. He's more about the kind of the control of the midfield more than like his end product. Mm. Kind of controls it. He'll be, I think he'll be more of like a squad player. He's got 86% passing accuracy, 2.2 tackles per game, 1.1 clearances per game, 63% successful dribbles. Not too bad. Decent stats. Good squad player. And he just adds better quality of depth for Villa, who need it. You know, he's an upgrade on Hurahan, isn't he, really? Um, So, you know, he'll he'll do well. He'll come in for McGinn if McGinn gets injured um, or or Ross Barkley or someone like that, and he'll do a a decent job. Mm -hmm. So, no, very good signing for... For yeah. Aston Villa, they have Morgan Sanson, and at least we know why uh, Marseille were, were unhappy. Yeah. Well, I say we leave it there while we're still all mentally sane. Yeah. The, because no. this podcast started very well, and we were very mm. technical about our speech, and then it just went... It was Messi's feet, and Lukaku in high it, school it was, was a It was point. when we stopped talking about the Premier League, really. Yeah, when... yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. That's when it yeah. Went, to, uh, went to... Yeah, because, you know... We know nothing about you, football. 
No, we like it. You know, we know nothing about Europe. Football. I've never watched a game of football in my life, actually. No, no I mean, I actually watch water polo. Love that, that though. We'll leave it there. Josh, do you want to do the outro, or Johnny? Either. Or? Cheers for watching, everyone. Uh, oh, <laughs> listening. Thanks for watching, everyone. Not on all platforms, as we discussed at the beginning of the program. So if you are listening on one, you are one of the chosen platforms. Um, you know, thank you very much for listening. Subscribe, like, comment, follow all the socials. We'll be in the descriptions or however you set them out on on the yeah. you know, audio. Stuff. I'll also, I'll also on the screen. We'll have our Twitter, ha- twill, twill handles, our Twitter and Instagram handles on the bottom of our uh, faces, so you'll you'll be able to know where to find us. You're right there. You're right there. Yeah, they're there now. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, they're there right now. But yeah. Right there. Yeah, one which I'll put in the middle. I'll put in the middle. Nice, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, it's it's there now. Actually, I don't know why I'm saying we're going to put it there. It's that it's there. Yeah, it's oh, been um, there for some time. So yeah, thanks guys for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm gonna we'll, we'll see we'll see you next week. We've also oh, actually before we do go, oh, let's advertise this podcast. I feel like we're gonna be better the other one. Yeah, this, yeah. So basically, this is the only one we're doing of this one. Sorry, no, <laughs> we have a mainstream. This is gonna end where we discuss the, the news and the trending topics, where we just have a bit more of a laugh. It's a bit less... Um, interviews as well. Interviews yeah, and interviews with... Social media stars. <laughs> exactly on point there, Josh. Yeah, so we'll be getting various, maybe TikTokers on there, who knows? But yeah, so yeah, we'll be, we'll be having a bit more of a... I don't know how you can be less serious on a podcast, actually. We've just talked about Lukaku and Iba fighting in school in year six. And selling Messi's feet on the Oh, mate, the TikTok's going to be great when you oh, just, post, so the fun, just it? post the picture there. It's going to be great. See if you want even like more immaturity of that, then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, you've got so the TikTok that, as well. That podcast is just the Us 3 podcast rather than the Us 3 FC. Um, so, yeah, if you want to check that out, thank you all for watching, for streaming on Spotify, for watching on YouTube. Good. Bye. Get a pit. <laughs>